You're listening to MHD Off the Record South LA Highlights, where I, Siobhan Taylor, speak with local organizations, small businesses, and individuals doing amazing work in South LA. Here, we uplift and highlight their work while keeping you informed of the resources available in our community. On this episode, we speak with Karen Mack, founder and executive director of LA Commons, a community art organization that engages communities in the creation of public art that tells their unique stories and serves as the basis for dialogue, interaction, and a shared understanding of Los Angeles. Through community-based arts programming centered on leadership development, they help diverse, generally low-income neighborhoods create dynamic works of public art that build community connection and empowerment. Enjoy the show. Welcome, Karen. Thank you for having me. It's such a treat to be here. I love that you're doing this podcast. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. It's, it's really important to us that we make sure that our residents know what we have here in this community. We are an asset-rich community, and it's important that we uplift that. And your organization, LA Commons, is definitely a beautiful, wonderful asset that we have here. So I want to just dive right into that. How did it even get started? So what is LA Commons? How did you guys get started? What inspired you to start it? Well, um, you know, I I always have been, uh, I don't know, I don't know where this interest in the arts came from, but at a certain point in my career, I was like, I, I'd really like to work in the arts, but, you know, in a way that really had an impact on communities because I've, I'm also an activist, I think, at heart. So really trying to marry the two and recognizing the power of the arts as a way as a vehicle to connect people to each other to their neighborhoods to the civic conversation and so that's really what we're about is really just um providing an on-ramp for people to make those connections and and i didn't say this as well but to connect to themselves because we're all creative beings and so to have an outlet, which we were somewhat challenged in South LA in terms of just, you know, visible opportunities for people to, to be, you know, to like formally connect to their creative selves. I mean, I think, I think people are doing it anyway because that's who we are. But, you know, we want to give people that opportunity as well. What were you doing before you created LA Commons? Um, I worked for an organization called Community Partners, which is an, uh, incu- a fiscal sponsor. Basically, they're still our fiscal sponsor. Um, and so they their whole focus is on taking new ideas and supporting them in growing. And so, you know, I kind of drank the Kool-Aid because I was around <laughs> all these you know, nonprofit entrepreneurs, and and uh, you know, it's been a wonderful career path. Definitely not easy, but really gratifying. So you were helping other organizations and seeing their growth, yeah. and seeing what they were doing. You're yeah. like, yo, 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 hold up, hold yeah. Up. I, mean, I love helping y'all. Yeah, but I got some ideas. Yes, I love that. So you were actually inspired by other people who were doing the work. Yeah, I mean, I just really got to the point where I wanted to be me in the world, you know, and that is not necessarily easy when you're working for a, you know, a large organization. So I just, who am I? You know, I went through a whole process. What am I passionate about? You know, what impact do I want to have? And, um, you know, came up with this idea. Were you already a visual artist? No, I'm not an artist. My, my, under, my undergraduate degree is in accounting. 
Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and, I, and I have an MBA. So. What's interesting is I think some people feel like the MBA accountant thinking is different than the creative thinking. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, you know, I wasn't happy as an accountant. But, you know, when I think about one of my most important skill sets, that probably is one. You know, I mean, you know, not to get all woo-woo metaphysical, but I really feel like we all have our path. And our job is to find the path that works for us. And sometimes it feels like we're veering off the path, but if we, you know, stay present, like that accounting, I mean, I was miserable when I did accounting, but like think about being an executive director and how valuable that skill set is. I mean, it's, it's priceless to have that and then an MBA as well. So, um, you know, sort of bringing all that together, it's kind of a really good background for what I do. I love that. So essentially you have this training, we'll say, yeah. this experience as an accountant working in business, utilizing that MBA, and then at the same time, you realize the importance of creativity and art. Uh-huh. And so you found a way to uplift the people who are visual artists yes. and connect them to the resources, yes. which ultimately benefited the entire right. community. Well, funny story, when I was 17, like where this came from, I have no idea. I called up the president of CalArts and I said, I want to help artists. Wow. <laughs> right. And so he, in his, you know, kindness, he invited me up. And, of course, he invited me to a grant writing workshop, (laughs) which what do I spend all my time doing right now? (laughs) Right. So, um, you know, so it's, it's interesting. It's kind of been a magical journey for sure, I think. So when you decided that you were going to start L.A. Commons and really marry these ideas around creativity and your skill set and training and uh, education Mm. in business, what was your first step? Like, what did you start doing first? Well, um, I started planning. I mean, I, uh, you know, I was working at Community Partners and I told my boss I was, you know, going to make this move. Um, and I actually uh, was, I got into grad school, so that was part of the plan, too, a place to actually write my plan. Um, but I just, I, I went and I did research, you know, because I, I was interested in this idea of connection, like how is art used to make those connections? And so I traveled, I went to Brazil to uh, experience Carnival there, which is, you know, in that vein. I went to New Orleans, you know, I studied, uh, oh, I went to Minnesota and other places and, and really just looked at, you know, this thing called social capital, which is, you know, probably, we always think of financial capital, but the real value, particularly in a place like South LA, is our social capital. It's our connections. And that's really what our organization is about. And if you see, look at our partner organizations like COCO, like, you know. Community Coalition, for people who don't yeah, know Yeah, Community Coco Coalition. Um, you know, other organizations that are doing this, uh, you know, relationship building, that really is where the power comes from. So... Wow. So for people who want to, it's a clear understanding of what exactly LA Commons does. I know what it is because I see your work present in the community. But for people who may not um, fully understand what LA Commons does, can you kind of give a description of the work? Sure. I I mean, we were talking about the mural at Slauson and Crenshaw, which is which was one of one of our best amazing projects. On the US Bank building. Yeah. I, mean, I say US Bank. Is it Yeah, it's, yeah, it is on the US, okay. US Bank building, which was a story in itself to get it on that building, but <laughs> 
um, you know, what we usually do is partner with organizations. So um, we, Metro was involved in that project actually, you know, it was, you know, it was a kind of a rough time when the Metro was going into that neighborhood. So how do we create a positive uh, expression for the community? And so we had that partnership, but then went and began to create the partnerships with HOPE, which is Hyde Park Organizational Powers for uh, Partners for Empowerment, the uh, Park Mesa Heights Neighborhood Council. They were like our key partners. And then we had others. The council office actually was involved. Your office was involved. Um, and, uh, you know, those partnerships are powerful. And in this case, they were exceptional. I mean, you probably know how involved those... those <laughs> Absolutely. Those community organizations. I mean, we love Asada, Umoja, and Robbie, and, you know, just that whole crew because they just took it on with gusto. And that is our dream that the neighborhood really takes on this project and makes it their own. So they helped us recruit the youth. They helped us find the location. So we did it at the FIBA Center, which we didn't know the FIBA Center at the time. Um, they helped us recruit artists. So we, we actually had an artist, Moses Ball, who's an amazing artist, but they wanted somebody who was actually even more local than, than, uh, uh, Moses, uh, Desmond Crockett. And, uh, and we didn't even have a budget for Desmond, but we were like, they want it. So let's figure out how we're going to pay for it. And Metro was very helpful in that regard. We had a grant too, that we had written for the project. And then, you know, and then we just went. And in this case, we, we hire the youth come together with the artists. Uh, we have both the lead artist and then Desmond, and then we have a mentor. And in this case, Asada Umoja was the mentor, which is not usually the case that the neighborhood partner becomes a mentor. But that made it wonderful because it became very intergenerational. And uh, the youth really got to hear the stories from the horse's mouth. And they were just, you know, it's always amazing uh Everyone is amazed at hearing the neighborhood stories because they're always so rich. When we talk about community assets, you know, it is those stories and lifting those up because, you know, it's it's just inspiring to hear how wonderful and amazing people are. I, I, don't, I want to really highlight this. Yeah. Because you're describing this project, this mural that's on the U.S. Bank building mm. on the corner of Crenshaw Slauson, and it, which, by the way, it honors many people. Yes. Um, of course, also honors Nipsey Hussle. Yes. Who is well, our... I have a great story about that, too. Um, so Nipsey was killed right before that mural was finished. And so the artists were just devastated by, as many people were devastated. We all were, you know, given his role in the community. And just such a... Um, you know, an amazing role model, I think, in many ways. You know, I mean, he was definitely of the community, but cared so much, you know, in his growing success about being, continuing to be part of the community. And so, um, so you know, but we had to get permission to ha to include him. And so, you know, it turned out friend of a friend got a hold of his mother Oh, wow. So his mother came over to the mural and saw what was happening and gave her permission. She wrote the permission on a piece of paper 
and then you know and then the artist went to work to include him in the to, mural. to create his image and include him in the mural and and she was there at the opening and it was really beautiful and and I think I'm glad you shared that story because this really gets into what I really want to highlight, which is the importance of these kind of spaces. Because it wasn't just the art. That's the finished product. Yeah. But it was also the process it took to get there. That's where the real community building came. Yeah. That's why you were able to get connected to Nipsey Hussle's uh, mother, exactly. right? Exactly. But it's, it was also a space where the youth could learn stories from their elders. Exactly. It was also a way, because you said the organization basically mentored you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and the local group, the local yeah. community. So this local community really got the chance to connect with each other. Mm -hmm. And then the finished product connects with the rest of us, right? Yes. Who maybe weren't involved in the project, yes. but just seeing it. I pass it yeah. literally every yeah. single day. Yeah. That's why I didn't know it was the, I forget it's the U.S. building. It's yeah. just a beautiful mural building yeah. as far as I'm concerned, yeah. right? And so it's such a, it's such an asset because it's more than just the image of it yeah. is what it created right right and it's so true because and that's why it's one of our favorite projects because the community just owns it like they are giving tours of it like you know like i don't know if they're doing it lately because of covid but you know in the when it was initially done in that first year they were giving tours all the time the the adults the young people and it just you know they just really own it so that's our goal with every project is to create that you know deep sense of community ownership and empowerment really that's where the empowerment Keyword. comes yes is you know we are here and you know we matter in your words and in, in your opinion what are some of the benefits of art and storytelling well, I mean, I, I think, it, you know, we talk about it all the time. It just really gives people voice. And it's in a situation, I mean, you know, we're all feeling kind of oppressed right now on some level. and But, you know, having the opportunity to be heard and to have your voice, uh, you know, put on, you know, in the public realm, that is where the power comes from. And, you know, our process, listening to those stories, I mean, the artists actually listen and then they, that's what, that, that's what becomes the basis for the art. So, you know, that team was, you know, that's why those folks ended up on the wall because they were listening to the stories and just, it resonated and it continues to resonate. I mean, you want to tap into that energy and that's what, you know, creates a work, I think, that has that resonance that you're talking about. Yeah, and I I love hearing that because I feel like I can see the connection. Hmm. But a lot of times in conversations, people who are very much like, you know, that's not important right now. We need to be focusing on this or focusing right. on that. Mm -hmm. I think arts often gets pushed to the side yeah. or overlooked <laughs> or seen yeah. as a last, you know, that's, that's the bottom of the priority list. Mm -hmm. Why is it important that we have these community art spaces? Well, again, because it gives, I mean, there are a few reasons. I think one goes back to what I just said, giving people voice. But I feel like, you know, we as people of color, you know, are often um, not uh, treated well in various spaces because, you know, we, uh, we live in a place that, you know, white supremacy is real. So, but art and culture has the power to break through that. Like when people experience 
culture, you know, when it's broadcast like that, it has the power to, you know, transform these interactions. Um, and we are working on a project right now um, at uh, Fremont High School called our Healthy Culture Hub. And our idea is to, it's, it's a site, beautiful site with a community garden, a wellness center, um, they just opened a dental clinic. So, you know, kind of traditional services, but we are integrating culture into that space and really hoping that culture becomes a driver of the way that services are provided. So people can feel like they can be fully themselves in the space and get the services that are truly responsive to their needs. I mean, we know that our systems are not that they don't do well in serving us because I think of that misconnection. And, you know, culture has the power to, to, I think, if people feel powerful enough to assert themselves then and their culture, then I think, you know, the match can be more powerfully made. Absolutely. And I, I want people to really get an idea of what that means for people, because I think, when we talk about it, it's like, yeah, that sounds great, but I really want people to really get a clear understanding. There's a difference between when you walk into certain buildings and there's no art in the wall. Right. <laughs> you don't feel welcome. Right. It doesn't feel like it reflects you. Right. It's like, oh, I guess I'm here to fill out this application or do this paperwork or, you know, whatever it is, but you right. don't feel any connection to it. Yeah, right. Right. So it's like, you know, it's like I remember I was in a meeting for, uh, we were, they were asking the residents to talk to work on, ideas for uh, some housing that's going to be put mm -hmm. up in our district and the residents said to the developers they're like this is like a hospital <laughs> people aren't going to like this and this yeah. is you know senior housing for mm -hmm. those who are currently houseless mm -hmm. and they're like this doesn't feel welcoming to them mm -hmm. this doesn't feel welcoming to our community right we want people to feel welcome and we want our community to feel good about this building mm -hmm. so they were talking about the kind of colors and the art and the things that they want mm -hmm. because that does impact how you see a community mm -hmm. it does impact how you view your space mm -hmm. right? right so i think and whether you feel welcome in the space which is you know that goes a long way in terms of people you know again getting what they need and thriving you know which is our all of our goals is that we want everybody to you know be well and happy and you know um, exactly. And it also encourages people to utilize the businesses in the area. Yeah, right. And that's, so I think that's the other part. So for the practical people yeah. who don't see, who still aren't getting the connection to the yeah. importance of art, yeah. it also creates a space for people to walk on foot. Right. They feel more comfortable yeah. and they're more likely to utilize the businesses exactly. in the area. Exactly. No, I mean, I feel like art really does have that potential to transform the space, the energy, the way people connect, and to, um, you know, just um, uh, lift everybody up. And the other thing um, about your organization that I love is that you go beyond just beautification. Yeah. And the conversation about it goes yeah. beyond just beautification. <laughs> yeah. You make sure it's clear. It's not just we're going to make this wall pretty. Yeah. It's we are connecting communities. We're creating conversations. We're a part of the economic development Right. of a community. Right, right. Why was that an important part of your work? Because you guys don't just do murals. You also work with youth. You put together events. Yeah. So why was it important to you to go beyond just, quote, unquote, beautification and really 
dig deep into the development and the connection of communities. Well, I mean, it is because, you know, that really is the power of art. I mean, it's kind of a waste to just focus on beautification because art and culture is so powerful. You know, we're actually working on this project right now called Cult uh, Cultural Treasures of South LA. And the idea is to really identify, we're doing mapping of these cultural assets, people, places, events, and we know that those have value, exactly. you know, and so we want to identify, you know, particularly under under uh, uh, represented uh, assets so that, you know, it, it has the opportunity to contribute to, you know, the economic uh, vitality of South L.A. because we know it's there. We know it's there. Exactly. And what happens so often is, like, other people are benefiting economically, so how do we, you know, uncover, you know, the, all of this creative energy and have, you know, the people who are in South L.A. actually benefit from, uh, you know, what's uncovered? Exactly. And I think it also establishes that, we're here. Yeah. You know, this is our culture. This is yeah, our space. Exactly. Which is one of the things I love about the Destination Crenshaw Project. Exactly. Is that, okay, the Metro Line's going to get built. Yeah. We get that. Yeah. But we want y'all to know whose community you're in. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's a beautiful idea to uh, really assert, you know, take that very difficult situation, which is, you know, that kind of spawned our mural as well. Um, and, you know, just make this incredible statement about... Uh, this community and its value and the value of the stories, really. Um, Absolutely. Because they are extremely powerful. The other thing I appreciate is you really include the artist yeah. in that development and the conversations around <clears throat> development. Mm -hmm. So what role do artists play in the development of communities? I mean, we feel like artists are kind of central. You know, they are, they are you know, powerful players in the community because they... Uh, are you know youth and artists are are they imagine they are able to imagine and they are able to translate these stories into you know these amazing works of art like the mural at Slauson and Crenshaw you know that's that you know Moses is amazing and not and to be honest not every artist can play that role you know there are certain artists who really enjoy being in community, working with community to realize a, 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 a work of art like that. And, um, you know, those are the artists that we really treasure working with and love, you know, kind of developing, you know. So we have young people who have worked on our projects and then they end up becoming lead artists. And, you know, we, we, we just are so happy to ha to be creating that pipeline so that um you know more and more artists are able to you know be of service in our communities and why incorporating youth because youth, youth are very heavily involved oh, in yeah. la commons <laughs> and the work that you guys do in fact when i know you knew you guys organization mostly from bhc a lot of the projects even then were about youth doing yeah, the work yeah. and doing the art and being a part of these public spaces and conversations mm -hmm. why was youth some uh, a target group for you? Well, I mean, youth are very naturally, I think, attracted to be involved in the arts. That's one 
uh, reason. And uh, the other is, I mean, it's it's an entree for them and their leadership. I mean, what we see as them, not only, one of our youth said, said uh, at one point, we want people to know we're not just here to paint, we're about, you know, making a statement about our community so that we can work to make it better. And so it's not just like come and paint with us. It's about come and learn about your community and uh, see where you can have an impact, you know, going forward. Make an impact with your art, but also think about how you can take that and transform uh, the community into the place that you want to be. So, um, I mean, we believe so strongly in the, the, um, the ability of young people as change makers, you know, that is central to our uh, our values, our organizational values. So we really want to bring them, use our process to bring them in and to be uh, active members of their communities. And, you know, like, you know, again, our best uh, outcomes are when young people and their elders are working together to, um, you know, advance a common agenda. I absolutely 100% agree with that. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm also passionate about youth and mm-hmm. their involvement, including youth, mm-hmm. in the growth and development of communities, mm-hmm. as opposed to just do this stuff over here, yeah. keep them busy. <laughs> it's not just keeping them busy. You yeah. know, if all those, the parents who put their kids in the program probably definitely put yeah. them, <laughs> keep them busy. But as far as the work that LA Commons does and organizations, you know, that are working with youth, it's really about including them in the conversation, mm-hmm. including them, in helping them see that they are part of the growth of the community. Yeah, exactly. And a- absolutely. And the, I mean, that uh, uh, we see that, you know, continuously that our young people are excited about, you know, making an impact. We have another project right now called Creating Our Next LA. And this was what we started um, after the pandemic. You know, we were going to have a 20th anniversary and, you know, have a gala and stuff. And the pandemic put the kibosh on that. And we were just like, wow, what can we do to really make a difference in this moment? And, you know, we already work with youth. We work with artists. We need to think about what Los Angeles do we want? You know, we have this incredible moment, you know, where change is, you know, I think it's about change personally. And uh, how do we take advantage of it? And so I feel like you, we feel like youth and artists can lead the way by helping us to envision what we want, you know, going forward. So that's what this initiative is about. Youth are leading it, you know, along with artists. And, um, you know, we're excited. I love that. And some of the programs you guys have or have had include Day of the Ancestors. Oh, yeah. Festival of Mass. You uh-huh. guys just had that. Yes. Um, you guys, uh, oh, the We Rise Creating Our Next LA is what you just yeah, described. Uh-huh. And also found LA. Yeah. So, um, so Day of the Ancestors is like, you know, one of our favorites. We, you know, it's in Lamar Park, our home neighborhood, really having the community come together over many months to create a, uh, a, you know, a celebration of ancestors. And this year was very special and it was a kind of a new model for us in that we partnered uh, organizations like uh, the Neighborhood Council, EQUA, the uh, Jazz Festival, Sutro Avenue Block Club, uh, uh, Black Women for Wellness, and they nominated ancestors. So we had 
you know, because we, you, you know that we had so much, so many people pass away during this time. And so, you know, Day of the Ancestors is really about that connection. And so we wanted to uplift important people in our community who had passed away. So Barbara Morrison, Durf Recklaud, Noni Olabisi, for example. Noni was a great muralist, and then the other two musicians. Um, and, um, and so it was so, so beautiful because we, for each person, we had a portrait made, and then uh, there was a performance. So uh, there's a procession that happens to kick off Day of the Ancestors, and then there are these performances on stage. And uh, for like Noni, for example, we had uh, Shine Mawasi, the wonderful women's drum group. They uh, did incredible performance for her, talked about her, showed uh, reproductions of her murals. I mean, it was just a beautiful, beautiful, meaningful day for the community and really was accomplishing that weaving that I'm talking about, building social capital through these connections across and within organizations. So you said um, in the LA Sentinel, Yes, I, 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 I told you, I do my <laughs> research do now. Research. <laughs> but you said um, it marked a time and a space, but basically this, this enabled residents to be fully human, to be fully expressive, to cry, to holler, shout, to laugh, to move, to share news, to mourn, to celebrate. Yep, that's that's what we're trying to do, and it's you know like like if we can do th- if we can do that together, like how deep are those connections that are made in that space, and that's really the power of art, right? That's what art is able to do that other things aren't. You know, we are able to connect to the deepest part of ourselves through those stories, through those performances, through those um, conversations about what we've just seen to really, um, you know, become more connected to each other, which at this time is so, so important because, you know, the technology, that is about separating us. So we need the counterbalance, which is to make those connections because we know that, again, that's where our power comes from. I love that. Mm -hmm. And I really want people to understand the importance of your work And I'm hoping by listening to this, they have made that connection, right? Like they see, wow, the benefit of community art, the benefit of having an organization that goes beyond just beautification. So it's not about just looking cute. Yes, I mean, it's South LA, we cute, I get it. (laughs) But the fact that it's about engaging community, engaging youth, creating a vision, being a part of that vision, as well as making sure others know who we're, you know, who we are and that we're here making that stamp. Yeah. Right. And I think what you do is amazing. I admire your organization. I've watched your organization for years. Thank you. I'm I'm, I'm not an artist either, (laughs) (laughs) but I appreciate art and I appreciate people who take art outside of just the museums and let's go look at and sip some wine. And that's fine too. Yeah. But the fact that it's a part of our community, it's a part of the development and growth of our community. Yeah. I love that. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you and your office. I mean, your boss is just amazing with Destination Crenshaw. And I just I just saw that Pete Buttigieg was here. And, you know, like who knew when we first started that, you know, it would, uh, you know, 
get to the level where it is, but you know, it was just, it, it was, it's another magical journey and we love it. And we know it's going to be incredible for the community. So. And we appreciate you being a part of this. Yeah. This is, this impacts all of South LA Yeah, and you're a part of that. And yeah. I, and we love, we love what you're doing. Uh-huh. We love your work and just wanted to make sure that you got the highlight that you deserve. Thank you. And in addition to that, like I said in the beginning, it's also about making sure our residents know what exists in our community, what opportunities exist. Yeah. Speaking of opportunities, yeah. for those who are interested in getting involved and are, have heard what you just said and, uh-huh. and they're just like, yo, I want to be a part of that. I want to yeah. be down with that. You guys are actually currently hiring. Yes, we are hiring. And I just want to make sure people know our website, which is www www.lacommons.org and we have a page there that actually has opportunities that include our community arts program manager, uh, cultural organizer, uh, which are focused on, uh, you know, both working on the programs that I described, uh, development and communications manager if you're more interested in the administrative side and fundraising. Um, and then we have a lead visual artist and associate visual artist for our, our, our project we're doing on Skid Row. So, um, oh wow, yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, as I said, just look on our website under the opportunities. Uh, page and you'll see all of those opportunities and for those who maybe aren't looking to be hired they're just but they do want to support your work and what you're doing how can they support how can they participate yeah i mean we're always looking for volunteers um so you know just get on our website and uh and there uh you know i think i think we i think there's a email admin at lacommons.org and we'll uh follow up and uh you know uh, welcome you in. It's in, and you, you know, as we, I just talked about all these projects. What an opportunity! You could be involved in some of our art projects in the neighborhood. So we love it. Absolutely. Thank you again, Karen Mack, for joining us here on MHD Off the Record as our South LA highlight. You are amazing. Your organization is amazing. Your staff is amazing. Shout out to <laughs> Beth, by the way. Um, I love her. She's amazing. I love her so, too. I just want to make sure people remember, go to www.lacommons.org, and that's where you can get more information, find out more about the positions that they're hiring for, find out ways to... Sign up for our newsletter. You got to sign up for the newsletter. Donate, whatever, you know, strikes your fancy. We we welcome all comers, so come join us and join the Creating Our Next LA movement. That's another opportunity, so... Oh, there we go. Yeah. All right. Thank you again. Appreciate you. And I hope that people support and I hope people join up, volunteer, and I hope you get a lot of applications because uh-huh. residents, you know, people are out here looking for jobs. Yeah. And here's a job that's meaningful. Yes. So you don't have to just get any job. Apply yes. for a job that actually helps develop and grow your community. Absolutely. I love it. Thank you so much thank again. Thank you so much for having me.